Welcome back to Ways to Love Your Money. I'm Elizabeth Dawson, and we want to pick up from last week. We have Grace Castillo with us, and she masters as a life coach and also a business coach. So I'm going to let her explain a little bit more about what she does in case you missed last week's show. But we want to talk about the emotion around money and the emotional behavior around things that we make choices on. So again, Grace, thank you so much for being here today. We love you and uh, it's an honor to have you here and spend time with us. My pleasure, my yes. pleasure. So yes, so why do we want to start with exactly? Should we start with the topic of it or? I think we'll start with the topic of it. Why is money so emotional? You talk to so many people. Why is money so emotional for people? Because they just can't get into their own skin with finding out how money works. Yes, definitely. Uh, well, money is so emotional and it's even, I don't know, like we all know that uh, in our, depending on our, uh, our own culture, there's some things that you don't, you're not supposed to ask about, right? Because right. it's not, it's not good to ask either religion uh, or finances, mm -hmm. right? That you don't ask about those things. Mm -hmm. And why? Because it becomes very emotional. So then right. you have reactiveness. So you don't want to go into... Uh, a bad situation normally it's that mm -hmm. because then you'll have maybe bad relationships or situations because people feel what so emotional towards mm -hmm. those topics is defending your views of your religion or your faith or money mm -hmm. but why is it such a you know why is it so full of paradigms you know mm -hmm. money is full of paradigms mm -hmm. because it comes from all these little triggers that come from where we came from, as in our childhood, mm -hmm. how we were uh, brought up. Uh, what is it that we heard about money? It all comes from there because I, I know people and I've coached people that have awesome, an awesome mentality, very open mentality about money. And it's amazing how they uh, speak about it and are always wanting to share, like uh, uh, just about money, about uh, how to grow it, how to manage it, or just feel so free about it, right? Sure. You're one of them, of course. <laughs> but, but other people that I know as well, and I see how abundant they are as well, their behavior is, but that comes because they were brought up differently about mm -hmm. money. So we all have certain belief systems about money, and that's the reason that it's so emotional. Mm -hmm. So that this is the moment where we have to take a look as adults now that we, you know, we are here. What is my, what, like, what is it exactly that I think about money? What are the, our, our core beliefs about money? Right, right. And that is highly important, and that is the reason that it's so emotional because uh, it's all about perception, but. Uh, you know, the main thing that it's um, that is emotional or that it has so much reaction, mm -hmm. it is because it has different triggers from our past. Mm -hmm. I always I always say when something doesn't feel good in the present, check your past. <laughs> well, and I think you know this about me too. It's a miracle that I actually am in the industry of talking about money and finance because um, I grew up with a European mother, and absolutely. You never talked about money. You never went in her purse. And it was always the finger. That's why I'm using this right now. Uh, you never talked about dying. And oh my gosh, don't ever talk about religion or politics. Okay. So what are you allowed to talk about? So uh, it's a miracle for me to be in this because I have a gift that has been given to me uh, from God and it's been of patience and everything else. But 
when I first came into this industry, as you know, Grace, um, my it had to be I had to have a sign and. My sign was when my mother and father were getting ready to retire, and my mom said, okay, your dad can retire. I'm happy. This is great. I, that was a sign, and I took it. But a lot of people are so hung up on their emotion attached to money. We work so hard for it, but we don't have a relationship with it. It yeah. buys us things, but do we have it? You know, It's not something we want to control, but we want to be able to have a um, more a, adult relationship, if you will, with money. So... Have you heard that term before, Grace, more, a more adult relationship with money, not something so subconscious that, oh, if I work hard, I can spend money and I can do these things, but it really kind of comes to a different place if we have an adult relationship or a mature, let's say a mature relationship with money. Yes, and it's definitely, the thing is that we can't treat money like if it was not a deep relationship we have in life because money is exactly like your partner. Let's say you have a relationship with your partner. You have to nurture it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's sometimes you just, you have to do the whole same thing. You nurture it. You work for it because you need to be working constantly on your relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are just there for it. You're, you need to know what's, what is the state of your relationship with, mm-hmm. you know, with your partner. It's exactly, I always say that our relationships are our relationships. Mm-hmm. And it's important to love our money. You know, love our relationships, uh, manage our relationships, money our manage our money. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing on everything. But the point is that we we start saying no. Where you know partners are this way, our relationship with partners are differently. And no, mm-hmm. the way that you manage one thing affects the everything absolutely in in, in our money and our relationships and our faith. We can't be just like uh, let's say selective about it. Mm. It's important to have a healthy relationship with absolutely everything in our life. And um, when when we start having this, um, I call it not being aligned. Okay. When you're not aligned in one thing, you can imagine that this is the line, right, in life. And that's how we have harmony or that joyous life and everything, when everything is aligned. Mm. So when one thing is here, but another thing is here, and another one is here, so things feel off in our life. Maybe our career is not where we want it, our profession or our relationship with our partner or then money. But when we start aligning absolutely everything, mm-hmm. then things change and we feel actually better emotionally about absolutely everything in our life. So depending how your life is emotionally as well, that's how you will feel towards money as well. Mm-hmm. But we definitely, what makes it go up and down like this and not being aligned Definitely is uh, depending on what we believe about money, what mm-hmm. we believe about relationships, mm-hmm. and all of them are equal. Mm-hmm. There, there's no separation because at the end, health is health. Having healthy relationships is healthy relationships. Mm-hmm. Period. Well, you mentioned something, and it does always stem back to this. So I'm going through a money certification course right now, as you know, and it really stems from childhood. So as children. One of the first questions that's asked of us is, uh, when was the first time you actually recognized the value of money? Yeah. How many people can go back and say that? Did you come from a home that was of scarcity or abundance? Did you come from a home that was fighting about money or happy about money? Did you come from a home that maybe your parents were not on the same page all the time? Uh, who do you model more, your, your mother or your father, your aunt and uncle? Your grandparents, who do you model more? 
Um, sometimes I'll say, you know, you're not going to get the same results that your parents or grandparents did because it's a completely different time in life. But we bring this like root structure with us in our DNA and our experiences from a young childhood to, um, to uh, kind of start your belief systems about how money works. Sometimes in a relationship you might have a spender, you might have a saver, or you might have two spenders or two savers. But what we talked about last week with Grace was uh, making really quality decisions. And I think that now is the time to start making really quality decisions because when was the last time you ever picked up a book about finances or your own personal finances? The majority of people today have never. Um, that's why we designed and worked on the book, uh, you know, Wealth by Design. Uh, it's such a powerful little mini book. But at the same time, Grace was a huge, you know, counterpart to that because she helped mold some of those thoughts and ideas about, about consciousness and anxiety. So not only has that helped me over my years of working with Grace, but it's also helped many people with, that I have worked with in actually seeing that and recognizing where do we get our beliefs about money. Yeah. And it started before we even had control of even knowing. Correct. And that's the main thing that where we where we need to make a pause again for everything in life when we want to make a change we need to make a pause and then see where we're at mm -hmm. you know it's, it's where we're at with money and take decisions to uh, really start changing that uh, but it definitely has to do with accepting where we're at us at, at the same time because with money as well at moments we can have some either guilt or heaviness or I should have, I would have, you know, that all those type of heaviness that money can come, like stress, like anxiety, mm -hmm. like uh, all this panic about money, because again, it brings that certainty in life. Mm -hmm. So if that is something that we highly value and that we think it's so important, that's the reason that we really need to know a lot about how to manage it, how to choose it, how to like really go around and about it. And that's where I think that your service is highly important because it's literally a doctor of money, you know, telling you, okay, this is how we treat it, this is how we manage it. Like, it's a whole, it's a whole psychology. Money has its own psychology by itself. Mm -hmm. Because you really need to know, as, as, as I have, you know, experiences at the beginning when you do all this questionnaire, let's see how you spend all the things that you have and <laughs> how is it that you're treating it? Are you saving some? How much are you making? Mm -hmm. And all these situations that, that come in your mind of, okay, what if I'm not prepared for this? What if this happens? You know, you start making all those questions that are highly important mm -hmm. to know where we're at. And some people can react more openly than others. And then that's when you see their belief system, right? Mm -hmm. And, um, and especially, let's say, with debt, like I, I, um, I always say there's some type of good debt and then some motivational type of debt. And then there's there's different type of debt that can actually bring you um, just that motivation to move forward. But as I say, it depends on the perspective. Mm -hmm. Or sometimes, let's say that if your situation financially is not good at all, what if at this moment you take that and change the perception and actually say, because right now I notice that I have not been managing it well, mm -hmm. and I feel it, you know, mm -hmm. I feel anxiety, I feel stress over it. I don't want this feeling anymore, and I'm going to do something about it, you know? This is when you can actually have that, take that decision and able to move forward to, to, towards something that really will uh, benefit you 
to change the, the, the condition that you're at right now, mm -hmm. but it matters that you detach from all that uh, emotional baggage, mm. you know, and mm -hmm. really like start loop. Because that, that's one thing that, because uh, I see a lot of people that think, well, maybe that's not for me. Mm -hmm. Maybe because I was not brought up with that, it's not for me, or I'm not going to be that person. But what if you could? Mm -hmm. What if it would, no, you literally could by just knowing a little bit more about it by educating yourself about it so you can lose the emotions. And I'm going to make a quick example right now. Okay. Speaking about emotions and money and everything, it's so important, let's say, when you are like with a phone, when you are you have a phone in front of you, I've seen this by observing. I've seen that like uh, either teens or adults, they're on their phone and they're scrolling, right? And I see them smile suddenly, right? And they're smiling about something and then suddenly I'm like, oh, that is so bad, that happened. And then suddenly, Something makes them again feel so happy and joy, joy, no, just having joy about what they're reading. But then I actually looked at somebody starting to cry about something that they saw that was very intense. Mm -hmm. So, in a matter of three minutes, I saw all the emotions joy, happiness, smiling, funny, and stuff like a tear out of an eye when they saw something about some children going in three minutes. Mm. So what does that have to do that with, with this? It has to do that you can see how quickly emotions can change by how what you're observing, but the perception that you have, the meaning that you're giving to every single thing that you're looking at. Hmm. So imagine, like, let's say with, with money, if you have a certain perception, you can change that perception of how you're looking at things. It's the meaning that we give to things that makes it the way that we are responding to it. So let's say that you're looking at money right now a certain way. That can change. The whole perception can change. Mm -hmm. The whole emotional emotion can change. And by you feeling better about money, by you feeling much more about the situation, even if it's not at the best condition, that can take you to that place where you want to be. Mm. Those are powerful, powerful words. My goodness, what do I want to pull from that just to end our show today? It's amazing. Grace has such insight, but can you imagine? And we all do it. If you're with that phone and you're scanning through it and you see different things and some things make you happy and some things make you sad and some things make you feel melancholy, whatever it might be, um, maybe the first step is having a conversation about it. You know, if you can consciously say, I need to make a choice to have a better relationship with money so that I won't have so much anxiety or fear around it, but that I can live a life free of that and start to change it. And I think that that's part of what Grace is saying here. And there's so much more. She's a powerful wealth of knowledge. And, uh, you know, there's, there's so many tools that you can use. Now, this is a statement that I want to use because I've been using it for a good amount of this year. If you want to have a better relationship with money, it's about taking those first steps, getting educated, talk to a financial professional, talk to a money coach, talk to a life coach, start to get around the fears and anxieties that you have about it. Then your perceptions mm -hmm. will change. But here's the biggest thing. If you want to create success, what are you willing to sacrifice to get there? And maybe now is the time saying, oh gosh, it's not for me well, then you're not ready for that wealth to come to you. You're not well, ready for that relationship with money or that relationship with joy and happiness. 
Now is the time to say, what am I willing to sacrifice? Is it time? Is it education? Is it knowledge? Is it talking to people? Is it getting good, you know, wealth information from people so that you can get beyond those boundaries? I think it's the time. That's the first step, admitting it. Second step is seeking some help. If you want a copy of our book, Wealth by Design, let us know. We'll be happy to send it to you free of charge. You're welcome to go on Amazon and get it too. It's there. Or you can listen to it if you're busy like everybody else that I know. You can listen to me, you know, speak it to you in an audio version. So I want to say thank you so much. I'm so grateful that Grace is here with us today. Um, it's been a joy to have her and just love seeing all the beautiful things that she she basically you know, experiences with people and how to help them. So if you have any questions, please reach out to questions with an S at Elizabeth with an S, Dawson.com. We'll be back next week with a new episode. information provided in this show is for informational and educational purposes only. This show is not investment advice, nor is it intended to address the financial needs of any particular viewer. The opinions expressed on this show are not intended to be an endorsement of any particular investment strategy or service of any other kind. You must make an independent decision regarding investments or strategies mentioned throughout the show. Before acting on information in this show, you should consider whether it is suitable for your particular situation and strongly consider seeking advice from a financial advisor.